The Portal, every Wednesday from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. Only on Shady Pines Radio, 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 Radio. The Portal. Radio for the portal. This is the portal. You are listening to the portal. And all I can say about this show is that it's super fun to do, and I hope you enjoy it because we enjoy playing music. So, thanks for listening to Shady Times Radio. mediator, a relational coach, and really just a transformer of culture. And I'm really excited to bring some of my work into your communities this weekend. I'll be offering a workshop on consent at The Haven on Saturday from 3 to 6 in so-called Portland, Oregon. And this space will really focus on building a shared framework and understanding of consent talking about the spectrum of consent all the way from our biggest desires and preferences to just uh, tolerating and enduring, how we can notice what our signs are in each of these phases um, from consent to non-consent. We'll talk about boundaries, what is mine to set boundaries over, which really is only things in my domain and not over other people and their behaviors. We'll talk about 
uh, power. We can't talk about consent uh, without talking about power and culture and how what we have inherited in this colonized nation really has not modeled consent and actively modeled a, a domination culture, a culture of violence. So we'll unpack that a bit and where we sit in relationship to power within this culture in order to understand where our responsibility lies in co-creating this shift of culture together. We'll also talk how about how we can support this in our community spaces, how we can notice and intervene in situations that might be non-consensual to prevent harm from happening and create more safety when we gather together. I'm really excited to dive into this deep work with you. This work is so important to me and I really believe that we all have something to continue to learn in this conversation. So I hope you'll join me this Saturday from 3 to 6, uh, November 5th at The Haven, which is at 819 Southeast Taylor Street, Portland, Oregon, 97214. This conversation will be so juicy and so rich, and I believe it will really plant seeds for your communities for years to come. So I hope to see you there. It's a suggested donation of 10 to $50, and I'm looking forward to being in a co-learning space with each of you. I'm on my grind. The real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate, I regulate, I generate, I get it straight. I'm on my grind. The real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate, I regulate. I generate, I get a straight. Uh, elevate, 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 elevate the hive mind. Steady shooting compliments in every single drive by. Synchronize the lunar cycles, jumping off a high dive. Any moves we make will be reflected in the tie dive. Elevate the fusion of the spirits. Predicate conclusion even when we are not near it. Generate a coup inside the veil before we pierce it. Wrestle with the inner voice until we're feeling fearless. Elevate intelligent design inside the craft work. Left the darker days so we can find a greener pasture. Less is more, etch your board, never going backwards. Red alert, metaverse, resin of the capture. Elevate the elements of hip hop. Resonate a time warp function in the TikTok. Met a couple cyborgs up inside the gridlock. They said I should keep reaching. For the tip top, Feeling hella great from that great babe vape Stop, watch all the moves that we make Just to take it to the top with the rest of the greats And move smooth, and don't be hitting the brakes Burn so much herb and we learn from mistakes Yeah, the medication brings the peace to my mind Reversing all the stress and that I got from the grind Redirect your energy and you will see prosperity apparently And I'ma take that path Push these packs and add the cash to the stash Profit half a bag so you could do that math And I move real fast, I'm like the flash when I pass Sit back, relax, and I laugh at the tags Y'all get me in the booth so we can get it on wax I let the elements of rap get me back on track I elevate, I 
Developing, I'm swinging with the big dogs Cause of them I'm just a featherweight Hey, hey there's a struggle, shit Hey there's a hustle But the trust within my heart Is sparked up by the humble Conversations I'm sitting with constellations And spaces waiting for stasis But I'm still practicing my patience Of what I'm facing You're still involved In the gift of all of y'all If I've ever seen a blessing It's the blessing of us all There's no wall that divides us Reside in the Titans Excite and unite Trust to find what is righteous Between you and me This feeling is free Discuss it with strangers That stranger could be the feeling of cheese Like you are to me Ambition is defining definitive energies In the center propelling letters for better than ever Please witness trajectory It's at the time to I'm on my grind The real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate I regulate I generate, I get a strain I'm on my grind The real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate I regulate I generate, I get a straight Elemental indeed, levitation and breeze Flowing free, water, forest and leaves It's all in what you perceive in And what you believe in The real, steal the seal, see what you reveal Do you feel it? Healing in the melodies No concealing when we breaking out these recipes Enhancing enchantments with endless ease Serving spells real well as a thaw the freeze We heating up, breathing dragon flames While we making it rain, dance, kill, control With a romance aim Liberation of love, that's the game Real plain, instant gratification is insane We like the foreplay, lifting my forte Slinging the sword blade with my rhythm and formation Building a solid foundation with my fam in the basement Calling collaboration, rocking at the haven Raven, revelation, revolution uh. I'm on my grind, the real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate, I regulate I generate, I get a straight I'm on my grind, the real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate, I regulate I generate, I get a Welcome to base camp, it's Emily Ra I'm coming from afar, I'm coming from the stars Meditating at the temple, chilling in the sky Acclamation to the heavens, it's got me so high You've arrived, life moves so fast So we slipping, the sticks but it won't last And now I'm tripping, see some rest and rejuvenation The climb was long till we reach higher elevation Enjoy the view, get yourself in tune Cause the next chapter will be written soon And we grew a long way just to get blessed So before we get stressed, stretch your legs and relax Take off the heavy pack, you deserve it Celebrate the hard work, man, you earned it You heard this? Let's take a moment to simply enjoy it Props to my MCs, my painters, and my boys Props to Elemental, cause he know what to do Props to Danny Stevens in the whole Haven crew It's true I meditate, I meditate, I I generate, I get a straight. I elevate. I'm on my grind. The real revolution is the evolution of the I levitate, I meditate. You are listening to the Kins of Merlin. You are listening to the Kins of Merlin and their song Elevate filmed. Their music video was filmed right here at the Haven. Coming up next, we got a special interview with my friend Joshua Bashir. And or Bowser, as he <laughs> corrected me, he now goes by Joshi the Ineffable. You can follow Joshi at Ineffable Fate on Instagram. 
if you are crazy, is going sane the same thing as going crazy if you are sane? If you are crazy, is going sane the same thing as going crazy if you are sane? I love that. That's kind of like a Zen. That sounds like a Zen cone to me. Very Zen cone-ish. I love that a lot. Beautiful. Okay, let me... Mine's a little bit longer, but... Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to set it off. Use the light to mask the dark. Break the silence. Make it talk. Hide away the naked thought in apes of fog. Croak from throats of quaking frogs. The man-forsaken names of God. Fear of heights in a mountain climb this thirst for rest in the wet breath of sunshine. Four seasons in a cycle, nine planets singing circles, twelve months, seven days, twenty-four hours. Constant revolution, the morning dusk and dawning twilight, falling style and rising flight, an angel demon torn between being, the flower and the thorn, the fruit and the weed, the dead and the born, the shoot of the seed and the rot at its core. Peace took up the sword of his father and marched to war. Mind like a green light at a stop sign. Go, but don't go. Leave me and come home. Get it where it isn't. Find it where you're lost. Pay above cost. Nothing for everything. Everything for nothing. There is magic, but it's dying. You remember you're forgetting something so important like that every day is a holy day. Or how blessed we are by rain. Or that someone out there hasn't given up searching for you as certain as the blood in your veins. You make sense of this by seeing it. Your five corners closing over the universe, looking out from within. The air grasping the messages in our bottled hearts. A story of want and need. Spilling love over and over each other to satisfy a thirst. To fill up a hunger. To be sisters. To be brothers. To be fathers. To be mothers. To be children. To become new again. Understand. Everything you've stood under is a signal to continue living as if love was the poem in the bottle of your strongest muscle. Beating like a whispered drum. To the rhythm of everything you'll ever do. In the cadence of everything you've ever done. We're building the mothership. And it's a process. And it takes getting the architects together and knowing who the architects are in this lecture of agreement that we're seeing clearly, but not as sincerely as it ought to be if we could communicate properly more frequently. It's a mission that we're given with permission, these decisions are elicited by the choice to make them, not break them. These promises, they're not obligation. They're choices that we make for the sensation of trying a new program. I don't like this word program. What's a better word for program we can use to choose to see that the routines and habits that we are breaking are completely made up fiction like every single word in the dictionary is kind of scary that we all have to abide by these limited constructs in the brain by design i'm here with joshi joshi who eats his pierogi i don't know if you eat pierogies or not but you're on the spot make it hot show us what you've got when you got the time you know it's by design that you are divine The first shimmering shatter of dawn. I was a recluse in a dream, waking up to light so you could touch the first smile and remember morning was a dove flying over you, 
letting you know the flood had finally gone down. You were safe to walk in these lands, to be among the fruits and the shadow. Or you could climb as tall as the tallest tree. Maybe you could be what you were after. A name written in a story, someone acting their part, or you just dancing through the stage. Not the moonlight in the fallen symphony, not you crying with the angels again. I can feel your tears in the surest laughter. I can feel you burgeoning as if the new dawn is coming. You are turning this world into something that we've been after, a blooming seed in the darkness of a space in between stars so we can understand why we trace these constellations and make divine our zodiac so we are born at the perfect moment for you to understand you have been coming to this burgeoning and blooming and going forth as if this war could shake itself down and the lion lying down with the lamb you could take your christ down from his cross or take him out of his tomb and say it is risen finally this sun lighting up you for who you are connected again this family together your kin the song you sing the blood of everything flowing over the tree of life and its first fruit in your hands as you finally crush the snake under heel and feel yourself start to heal as the ceiling opens up and you are a sky closing his last divine knowing the knowledge of god in your heart thank you <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me here in this Thank panel. you so much for having me. It's been such an honor, Zachary, to reconnect <laughs> with you, to interview with you. Yeah. So uh, happy to see how you have uh, advanced and bloomed and excited to see what is coming for us in these coming times. These coming times are right now, so I'll show you how we can leave the crowd proud that we did this thing on this radio station. You know what I mean? We're in the portal, so we gotta do something new. I love your poetry so fucking true to my heart that I can't even start to try to compare my art. So let's be aware of love. Let's be aware of love. Love. Let's be aware of love. Love. Let's be aware of love, love. Let's be aware of love, love. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. the skills we never lack in these. And it's my boy Zachary over there and he's packing these. Rhymes like he's on the top of a mountain. And he climbs like he's running with the fountain. Cause he flows like he's never been counting. But he's got the numbers in his brain and never stumbles. He's insane when he's on the beat and you know what's in his brain. He's taking it off the top. He knows how to rock and there's nowhere to stop. Cause he's going straight to the moon. Never assume you won't meet your doom if you run with the tomb. But we come from the womb so we're gonna open it up like we zoom zoom through the spaceship. Yeah, we grace this. We build in the mothership and you can taste this. It's, it's in trip. our mouth now. It's, it's a trip. trip. And we'll bring you there. Put these chips in these dip. You got <laughs> the ability to know that you'll never slip up because we're off the cuff. I'm with Shoji. <laughs> Joshi. But now I'm going by Shoji I'm because so that's dope. It's like <laughs> it's like I was Lord Voldemort and I rearranged the letters of my name. Joshi. Joshi is now Joshi. Soji. It's my darker version, and I come out mostly on a full moon. Yeshua, which is another one, the name of my higher self. They call him Jesus. He's got Soji. that higher wealth. He's got that inner wealth. <laughs> <I said> that. <laughs> 
the, the role of Christ is really a joy to dissect and decipher how would we be different as a people if this one man didn't enter the steeple. Mm. So we don't know, but we gotta lose our idea of wrong and right to find the light in the night. You know, mm. it feels just right and cozy like a blanket. The spirit of the forest, I'd like to thank it for being here present in my body. It's illusions keeping us naughty. <laughs> we need to see past a Maya, this glass mirror that we shatter. The fun, it disappears when we realize it's not outside. It's the heart beating that keeps the pride. The lion cubs, the mother bears, they are aware of why they care it's the love 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 and it's truly a miracle to be with my brother and see him clearly all the way from colorado from portland oregon that's where we're at hmm Community lives through the soul, we don't let go, we only just know it in our hearts, minds, eyes, we say hi, hi. <laughs> I'm with my brother Shoji, is it Shoji? It's Joshi. It's Joshi, yeah, and now we can see that it's coming through like a miracle on the sea, shore, wave by wave, you behave in the way that you disintegrate into something brand new uh, like, do what you like rhyme it on the freestyle rhyme it all night cause it's tight cause we're in the portal on Shady Pines Radio now you know uh, uh. Yo, see, they call me Joshi Because mostly, I'm just ghostly Keep it in the spirit, and when you hear it It's like I'm pulling these lyrics out of thin air Just doing the magic, yeah, it's like We're living in a place that's tragic And we're all addicts, addicted to the pain Can't get over it, still stuck on the name Of everything we've written down It's a story, but we're never tame In this wildfire, getting it higher Every time we're chasing the desire It's like we're disappointed But we can get on the point and realize it's a jointed effort So put it together Whatever weather we've been through, we can do it forever Because we're eternal Because that we burn through everything that you've ever been through So get and earn to Everything that you want and understand that you're wonderful And everything that you do Whether you bumble through this life Or you stumble through everything you want to do But understand, it's gonna come to you Like a dream come true You're waking to the colors You can see them shaking you Like you've been in a nightmare But you're not scared no more The light's there It's ready to open up your heart Until you're closing up this dark And telling this story it's over No more good and evil we're back to the tree of life to begin again Never to sin again Hopping our wings again to fly forever It's everything we've been And we send these messages in bottles We don't know who's the recipient But we ought to pay attention now Pay attention how Our crowns, they glow real loud The radiant in the night sky Illuminating the darkness in the shadows Flying by like a frisbee through the air You catch it on your tongue Cause you just don't care Hey! gotta play you gotta liberate your heart to make yourself say what's worth waking up today and who am i gonna play with it's a gift to know many so many gifted nifty thrifty geniuses in Mm. this community you can see us because we are justice 
What does that mean? I'm real green, so I'm learning on the scene. I don't really know. <laughs> Just lose control. Let my tongue flow, and I know that I know that. My brother knows <laughs> too. When he brings it brand new with his kung fu, his lyrical Ooh. gift is one of my favorite poets, and I miss him. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad he's back. What a surprise! <laughs> I know him as Joshua Bashir. Bashir? 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 Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> that you're the cure? Because I think you are, and that's why it's over. Woo! <laughs> there goes that little. Uh, Zachary on the jump. beat. That was dope. That I was mean, dope. That was dope. I mean, we could do one at the end, too, if you really feel like uh, called to do another one. Yeah, I, I'll do it. I want to hear about Let's your... do a freestyle poem at the end. And, but uh, let me, yeah, let me tell you about my journey and, and what's been going on in my life recently. And I'd love to hear a little bit about yours, too, if you're comfortable sharing Please. it. Yeah. Interview. Um, but yeah, I left New York March 11th. And you know how I left Portland about, what was it, two and a half, almost three years ago. And I, I wanted to go on this big journey back home, but I kind of got distracted with COVID and everything, lost my way a little bit. But I remembered by by March 11th that, oh, hey, I had a mission. I got to go do my mission. And I jumped myself out of this depression, started traveling in my car, went all the way down to Florida, stopped along the way in North Carolina, uh, Virginia, Georgia, Maryland. Um, then I went over to Texas, went up to Oklahoma, went over to Denver. Um, and all along the way, I was I was meeting different strangers and, and perfectly people who were lining up with my quest. I met a, a knight, Sir Gideon, who uh, took me on as a squire in North Carolina. I met a, a Buddhist monk who had been a Buddhist monk for like 20 years and then became Christian, I suppose. Uh, I assume that's what happened from what he was telling me. And he, he taught me Kung Fu that he had prayed to God to teach him how to do because he had studied martial arts for years and they would never teach him the Kung Fu secrets. This was in Austin, Texas. Oh, this yeah. man approached me in the park. Yeah, and he came back and he trained me for like two hours in like genuine kung fu, like how to use your mind to channel into your uh, your hits, you know, basically, you know, ancient, you know, secrets that he, that he shared with me. And it was, it was really beautiful and we were exchanging Zen cones. And any, anyway, everyone I've met, all of these people, everyone I interviewed, the, the question I would always go to and start the interview off is like, how do we solve the problems we're facing today? How do we, you know, get over all this division and this hatred and, the, and the, the lack of resources and and the class war and everything what's the solution and every single person had the same answer we need to come together we need to forgive each other for all the grievances we're holding against each other and we need to work it out we need to hold space and have the compassion ready for the people who aren't willing to come forth and be genuine and real with what they're going through and the pain that they're still running from and the trauma they're experiencing and we need to have a genuine movement of leaders, spiritual and political and on every level, of leaders who are willing to basically come back to love, open up their hearts, do the work to, to heal their own trauma and then be able to hold the space for the other people who need it. And to also start building communities where we can work together without being stuck on our phones and communicating through this mass media of just bullshit that we can't all interpret because there's just too much information now. We need to just be having face-to-face -face conversations, getting real with each other, and, and doing the work to come together. Everybody says that, doing the work, as if it's some ubiquitous, <laughs> objective thing that we know how to do. Mm, yes. And our ancestors knew how to do it, but... <clears throat> 
it, it, if what it is is what you say the meaning of life is, which is just to be alive, then we're all succeeding in mm. that regard, right? So, For sure. so what does the work then um, mean? For me, the work means to evolve to a point where we are comfortable with the life that we live, where we're comfortable with the people around us, where we're just bringing it to the next level. It doesn't necessarily have to happen, as in, if it doesn't happen, you know, we've failed our purpose in life. Yeah, that's that's the that's the fairy tale aspect to me, is like the whole failure part of it, and the whole error, sin, you know, built into the program like mm. that there are wrong answers um on an ethical or moral larger level you know on a metaphysical level that there that there are definite you know ethical parameters to abide by right otherwise you know what what difference does it make it's like cause and effect right so what's the effect of what we're doing it depends on what we want to accomplish. Mm. And I think that's where we lack the communal skills is um, ability to be open in our communication about what we want. Mm. <clears throat> but from what I hear you saying, all of the problems in the world are, they are problems for more than just you and that we need to work together towards a solution and you know you could identify problems everywhere you look mm. if you have that filter of seeing the world as a bunch of um, equations to solve mm. and, or a bunch of um, yeah puzzles that you need to solve or questions you need answered or anything like that but if the purpose of life is really just to exist then that bypasses the need to be an angel in a realm of demons or be a good person even you know um i believe it's important that we share a code of ethics on a collective level but that should also always be open to interpretation so i guess the solution would be to find the solution to the little problems not to look for one singular solution to the whole thing mm. and that requires us to ask who am i in this game what what kind of role am i playing or, or what character am i in this ever unfolding story that we're all telling each other we're all telling ourselves right so because you need to focus at, on what you're good at in order to apply that to whatever the solution is that you're going to be most effective or what problem you're going to be most effective in solving by applying yourself in that way um so i guess i don't understand the universal solution so maybe uh you didn't use those words the universal solution mm. but in your own filter of existing and being a human being like what are you calling in what do you want to see more of or less of so i guess what i want to see more of is love and and maybe i do have this filter and this understanding of reality that is creating the reality that i'm in where i see that we're living in a world that is basically dominated by fear it has enslaved love 
it is very difficult to show love because there's so much fear and so much, you know, encouragement not to. Um, so I just, it's not so much that it's a, a universal problem for me. It did used to be. I did used to have this very strong feeling in context of good versus evil and you got to beat the devil, you know, and you got to try your hardest. Um, but now it's more like it's, it's just what I want to do. And what I want to do is to, to play, to become a child again, to, to help other people become children again, if that's what they truly want in their heart, and, and to make the world more safe and comfortable and accessible for people, um, to be able to, to pursue their dreams without having to struggle and grind so hard to give them an option to opt out of the, the matrix system if they want to and go back to nature. And What action steps are necessary for us to take to make that possible? Honestly, I think just getting a core group of people who are similarly aligned on that vision, coming up with a set of ideas that'll get, you know, the general public's attention to get them to invest in it in some way, even if it's just a dollar per each person that who wants to see this dream come true. Yeah. And to make it go viral and, and to get people on board and to, and to inspire them and to start training and, and coming together and, and building each other up to be inspirators, basically, to inspire the world to get on board with this vision and and to give them a taste of it like little samples of it so they understand how good it can feel so what are one of these ideas that you might propose to a core group of people solutionaries so i would say let's get a plot of land donated to us uh do some fundraising efforts get the money get the resources we'll come together we'll hire a few people who can teach us the knowledge to how to build our our own shelters how to grow our own food um, how to safely filter water. Um, at the same time, we should have another group that's focused on the political aspect of it, getting people in offices and talking to Congresses and getting this message so clear and so obvious that it's beneficiary for everyone that there's really no denying it. There's no counter argument. There's more for everyone. What we is want, the message? We want you all to win. What is your message? My is message it? is that we can all live a better life. We can all have more access to the things that we desire without having to feel guilty or struggle for it or get it in a twisted or dark way where we're hurting others in the process or taking more than we need uh, or hurting ourselves in the process because we're so traumatized by our, our lack of understanding of the situation and everything we've been through that we really don't know how to navigate our life in a way that feels good to us. Um, and so I just want to really pin down how you can access that in a way that doesn't feel so woo-woo or, or, you know, it fits whatever the people are ready to receive. Well, Snoop Dogg was asked, which is more important, respect or loyalty? And he said, love. Mm. I love because that. without the love, it doesn't matter if somebody respects you or not. And it doesn't matter if they're loyal to you or not. If they don't love you and you don't love them, the, the bet's off, you know, the deal's off. So cultivating a space where people can get together and love each other is really important. Mm, I agree. Um, and encouraging that as something that we do more often. Mm. There's a lot of distrust as the fruit of this fear. And so I think we have to do a lot of pruning of the programming of distrust. Mm. Just like we need to start opening ourselves up more and what that's what this entire experiment of this building is for 
is to provide these open containers to come together and actually connect with one one another and each other and that's why I showed up at the Pegasus project because you know like Josh Sasquatch Omash he would talk about like we all won we all won I remember that yeah I remember that I loved I love that saying this yeah star people star people we are star people and you know that's woo as fuck Oh yeah, I love I love the woo stuff. I it's love great. The it's got a, too, man. You need to have a mythos, a strong mythos, I believe. But it's important to understand too that the mythos isn't the most important thing. Love is, like you said, and love can take many different mythos in many different forms. <laughs> These rattles—they're used in medicine work, and just that rhythm can shake up a whole lot to shake up a whole lot so shifting the energy you know like um who are you closest with as that i know personally yeah um hmm. right now it would it would definitely be my girlfriend for sure okay um, cool. so i we just fell in love like three months ago and uh, yeah, we had known each other for about a year. I'd met her through my friend, but we'd never really like talked. And then my friend was doing a spiritual retreat in Denver while I was on my journey, spiritual retreat, music video filming. And, she, and her friend was there too, Ajanta is her name. Ajanta? Yeah, and just right from the get-go, we would just hit it right off and uh, ended up falling in love in the retreat. And she didn't want to be in a relationship at first. And I was like, that makes total sense. I'm traveling, like you're about to go to Germany. That's, that wouldn't work. And then I ended up flying back to New York just to see her, and we fell for each other, and so we're together now. And she's absolutely amazing. She's named after the Ajanta Caves in India, and I never thought I would meet someone who's from my hometown and also wants to travel the world with me. So uh, she has just been such a blessing and such a, a sweet thing in my life. Does she share your uh, priorities in terms of, like, applying yourself to getting people together to create a new civilization or oh yeah definitely oh, she's right on board with that and she's also into all the woo-woo stuff but she's also very down to earth and grounded and like you know not completely out out in space so she has that that balance which which i'm really seeking and which i really love and which i really think we need to come back to because so many of us and it's so easy to get caught and it's this or that like i need to be either earth or heaven i need to be like be way out there or, you know grounded in this like matrix reality whatever it is we're going through but I believe we need to really expand our ideas about things and open ourselves up, like you said, to, well, it could be both. We can, we can have both. I mean, it can be this and that, and we can, we can transition between. There could be a third or fourth or fifth option. Right. We're really limiting ourselves in this, du- this dualistic thinking that we've, we've had to go through in order to expand beyond it. So you're visiting your brother here in Portland. I am, yes. And uh, you're going to be here for a few months. I will be here till December sixth. I'm flying back to New York for for the holidays to be with my girlfriend and friends. Okay, so she's not here. Obviously. She's not here right oh. now. No, she's right. She's in Germany right now, actually studying German. Gotcha. Yeah. And, uh, well, that's covering the personal catch up, mm-hmm. even. Um, but and I'm happy to hear you're bonded with sweetie that's really awesome yeah it's been great uh i respect you as an artist as a poet Mm. and i took several recordings of you at sanctum and posted them on instagram 
and I revisit them from time to time. Mm. And it's really cool to, it's really cool to have access to that recording of that gift that you were sharing. So I guess just prior coming into Pegasus Project and then leaving Pegasus Project to come to where you are now, what do you think has been one of the important lessons that you've picked up from transitioning through all these different groups and tribes and communities and individuals and stuff? I think probably the most important lesson I've picked up is letting go, and that's kind of been the theme of my life for a while now. And as someone who freestyles, like that's the most important thing you can do. If you want to freestyle well, you've got to really let go and get into the flow and, and not overthink things. Um, so, and there's so many things that we build up and accumulate as far as our conceptions and ideas about the world that it, it can be a lifelong process of letting go, letting go, letting go, um, and just letting things be what they are and not demanding they meet a certain condition. Easier said than done. Absolutely. Who, I mean, like, why are we so attached to these identity, ego, personality, name, avatar things why do you think that it's so important that like i'm a certain way and i'm consistently showing up as that thing to everybody else or even just to myself i think it's mostly that it makes us feel safe right it's it's a little difficult to to exist in this world without having that those those defined structures and those lines and this this is who i am and we're also conditioned into it where we are kind of punished in the system that's set up if we step out of our what's expected of us. Right. And if we explore, you know, darker sides of our personality or nature, um, we're not usually allowed to. When this, this strange paradox happens, where when we're not allowed to do that, they then fester into actually dark and damaging things because they're not allowed to be expressed as what they are in the moment that they happen. Right. It's like what... I am is a conglomeration of all of the things I've heard and all the things I've been told and all the things I've, I'm mimicking my environment. Mm -hmm. And we, we do, it's like this incessant worrying I think is really soul crushing. And so I like to, have a practice of just uh, you call it meditating I don't call it meditating I just call it like turning the machine off mm. and stopping all the noise and if a thought comes up that's great like I honor my thoughts and I hope to continue having better thoughts informed by previous thoughts that I've had. So I don't think it's about thinking too much. I think it's just about what we're thinking about and how problems won't solve themselves. And so we need to identify what the problems are and then identify what can be done to stop a problem from existing. And then we go, okay, well, here's the problem, here's what I can do. What can I do? What can I do? And my inner compass informs me that joy is what I should be doing. Mm. 
sorry for the burp dog. Um, <laughs> yeah, joy, follow your joy. You know, it's an old adage. It's definitely like uh, spiritual bypassing to a certain extent to follow your joy. But also, if the purpose is to exist, why? Why? Why are we existing? It's not like, what's the meaning of life? It's just, why are we existing? You know, like, why do anything? Mm. And to me, I show up because I enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Well, if you don't enjoy it, then you really shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> society is so fucking cynical. Oh, yeah. Society fucking, the trend of the moment is to talk shit about shit you don't like. Well, that's a weird paradox too, right? Is a lot of people enjoy not having a good time. But yeah, misery. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, like, oh, I'm so addicted to misery. <laughs> But I hate it. I hate how addicted I am to it. No, so, I like complaining. I love complaining. I love to complain. But that's the thing. If you admit that you love it, then you're no longer miserable. And then you lose your misery, right? Well, that's what I learned in ceremony, too. So I wanted to say two things. One, my spiritual teacher, Tony Moss, he reminds me that um, the best thing that we can do is forgive everything that they've ever done so that we can move on with our lives. So what you were saying, you picked up along the way about letting go was like good confirmation. That like, And Ishelle Miao Prisma, she was doing this channeling audio session in this festival late night. And uh, she, this guttural place just came out. She's like, so forgiveness is the new religion <laughs> it was like and so that would be my mantra for a while self-forgiveness is the new religion mm. um but it's hard not to get caught up in that rigmarole of about Oh, I've got an opinion, and I've got my politics, and I'm not cool with that. That's not very cool. But if we all talk about what is cool more, yeah. then we're just encouraging the creation of more coolness, mm. right? Yeah. And even the idea of, like, what's cool or not, it's just like, what What do you like? What do you like? So what, what are the things that turn you on? Uh, running through a field of flowers... Looking at the moon, I love looking at the moon. Um, being with friends around a campfire, um, I love going for a nice hike. Uh, I love having a good party, you know. Just enjoying time with friends. I love open mics. I'm a huge fan of open mics. You'll anytime I'm in a city and there's an open mic going on, you'll find me there. Yeah. Um, Have you found that's a good hub, like a good uh, hack oh, into finding your people in a city? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful way to meet people. People are generally so friendly. You go up, you got they have you have a reason to talk to them because they went up and performed something. They have a reason to talk to you because you're going up, and uh, yeah, you you end up like spilling your heart to each other. You get to see exactly what they're about on stage before you even talk to them. So you're like, yeah, I know this is my swipe right. This is my person. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you said you want. I heard Grimes talking about it. It's not her concept, but I heard her share it, that instead of aspiring towards utopia as some sort of collective ideal state of society existing that we just lean more and more into protopia 
mm. protopia being the opposite of paranoia, pronoia, like pro noia is the underlying belief system that things are going to go right and things are going to get better. And I think with all of the paranoia and all the fear and the packets of fear that we're hearing on a regular basis every hour on the hour, we're almost per per perpetuating the fatalism. We're perpetuating the fatalistic nature of humanity mm. by echoing and parroting and repeating and echoing all of these uh, hitting penny, the sky is falling, the world is coming to an end, oh no, apocalypse, Armageddon, blah, 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 all this fucking shit. Um, but it's so easy. It's like, it's like people are addicted to convenience and it's so much easier to kick your feet up and say it doesn't matter none of it matters but i don't think that's fun no no there's no there's no challenge to it there's, you just you just give up before you even try and that that, that fatalist attitude is so self-defeating and and it makes it impossible you say, well, it's impossible, so I'm not even going to try. And therefore, it is now impossible. Yeah, you're oh, not even so going to make right. any attempts. So, you know, like, <laughs> I, get, I get to be right. that's, <laughs> that's the real problem is people have this uh, this hang-up. They've got all of this uh, attachment to, to being correct. They don't want to be incorrect. They're afraid to be incorrect because they're afraid of what other people might think about them if they made a mistake or if they were wrong or if they put their chips on blue and it should have been purple and everybody else is putting their chips on red and it should have been green in that moment um lux our friend lux gypsum is coming to portland on saturday and is going to be teaching this consent communication workshop from 3 p.m until 6 p.m and she was sharing with my honey pie jordan sun dancer um this thing about um about it being a choice. Forget. What was the last thing I said before I brought up the Let's see, you were talking about. Uh, yeah, no, I think I lost it too. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, was, Sometimes it was something that she. I forget, forget what, what she was saying. Oh, you were talking about people not wanting to be wrong. Oh, right. So, boundaries. Think about boundaries is that they're not fixed mm. they're they're fluid but when people are like oh what are what are my boundaries they typically list off like these are things i don't like right and i don't like when people say this to me or do this to me or want this from me or whatever and i really appreciated that perspective that our boundaries are um porous or um tangible in some way that right they're, yeah they're not fixed they're, mm. they're fluid yeah. yeah well they're also based very heavily on our mood right because you're in a good mood you're gonna let a lot more fly and it's not gonna bother you as much because you're already feeling great you're yeah be like well maybe that you know someone cuts you off in traffic but you're in love which i am happens you know <laughs> and you don't care because you're in love i, I want to switch lanes real quick and i want to ask you how you discovered your love for poetry uh, let's see. I was actually Edgar Allan Poe, The Raven. I heard The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe, and I, I fell in love. And it was funny. I was when I first started writing poetry, it was all very dark, like about like necromancers and, and gravekeepers, and 
<laughs> so you were like reading that, poetry so. before Edgar Allan Poe, no? I had read before Edgar Allan Poe, but it, yeah, it hadn't. It had never really sparked my interest before that. I always I saw it as like this old Victorian, boring, like you know, you got to sit down and decipher this old, old languagey poetry. So he was the first one who like I I heard the poem and I, I really loved it. And uh, after that, my inf- John Keats I loved. Um, but then when at college I discovered slam poetry. Yeah, that, that was a whole a whole new realm. That right. was like poetry on steroids. You know, it's brought to a new level they're doing things i didn't know it was possible to do with poetry do you remember that's what that's when i knew i wanted to be a poet poetry was my first slam poet no, no. or just your exposure to slam poetry. my first i think the first one i remember is buddy wakefield and he is to this day you know one of my one of my favorites that makes a lot of sense yeah um so love him uh who else i'm forgetting a lot of their names now but uh i got to meet a lot of them as well and i met buddy wakefield twice um, he came to Geneseo actually and performed there. And yeah. We got to go have lunch with him after and talk to him about his partner and hear all kinds of stuff. And absolutely amazing guy, an amazing poet. Um, but yeah, that's when I that's when I knew I wanted to be a poet. Is once I discovered slam poetry and I joined the Geneseo Poet Society, which was this the poetry club at my college. And uh, my first semester there, I actually made the slam team and they flew us out to Laverne University and. Uh, we're partying in, you know, the Doubletree Hilton with, like, a hundred poets, and we get kicked out because they got a wedding the next day, and we're all being too loud practicing our poetry ever. We're having circle ciphers in the lobby, like, it was wild, and it was one of the best times of my life, and I, I knew then and there, like, poetry is something I want to pursue. I want to do it professionally. I don't I don't even care if I make any money at it. It's just a passion, and I want to I want to do this. Yeah. You should make money off of it. I would love to at some but point. But you know, a lot of people are doing this thing where they bust out typewriters on the street and they just charge for per poem. I've thought about doing that and I would love to do that. You I, should do I have John, this dream. John is, is making a name for himself doing that right now. And our other friend, Chris, has a friend that does it. And so Chris is going to start doing it. My friend Marlene, she's publishing a book this week. She would drive 100 miles every weekend to do it at the farmer's market in Seattle every weekend. So I paid her a couple times for a couple of different poems. Um, I actually had her write a poem about the Haven. Um, I had one of those commissioned pieces done and it turned out really good. So I think that's a beautiful thing. You couldn't be a professional poet back in like 2000, but you can be a professional poet in 2022 because it's rare. Mm. Yes. I love that. Um, yeah, and I'm definitely calling that in. I'm definitely calling more financial resources into my life. I've had a, I'm not sure what to call it, just a limiting belief about money for a long time and a fear of money, I would say. And I almost saw it as this like negative, evil thing. You have too much money and it corrupts you in some way. Yeah, the root of all evil is money. money right, is the yeah. But I, it's the love of money, which is the root of all evil, which it's is the actual it's quote, a, right? Evil has existed way before. Oh yeah, for sure. So I believe what are we talking? The, I mean, like we're we're then demonizing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, is money good? Sure. Is it evil? Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it's, the thing, right? Every, we're in a we're in a dualistic world. Everything is both good and evil. It has the potential within it of either side, and it. it has to in order to exist within. But what is dualistic evil? state? Well, the way we define it is just things we don't like, right? Evil is whatever we don't like. And then we try to come together to a more collective agreement on, you know, basic, immoral, uh, 
basic agreements on what is correct moral behavior. Yeah. Which is only informed by what? What we can agree on, right? Well, no, the history. Oh, the right. History, yeah. Like, where we came from and, like, what happened to people before us. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a constant evolving learning process and changing process, and it it's never going to be 100% right because it's just the, the nature of things. And there is, there is really no 100% right. That's fucking bubble of perfection. I want to pop this bubble of perfection. Oh, by the way, how do people find you? How can people reach you? Uh, okay, so uh, you can look me up as Joshi the Ineffable on Facebook. I'm more than happy to be Facebook friends with whoever's interested. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Ineffable Fate. That's I-N-E-F-F-A-B-L-E and Fate, F-A-T-E. All one word. Um, you can also follow me on Tumblr if you want. Which is tumblr.com slash ineffable fate. I think it's ineffablefate.tumblr.com. Oh, it may be. Yeah, I, yeah they may have changed the. Yeah, unless you put just, a slash, but yeah, I, I, I think, think, I think you're right. Thank you for correcting that. It's all good. What is it again? Ineffablefate.tumblr.com. Or if you search. We're out, and what we're aware of is love. And what we're aware of is love. What we're aware of is love. Is love. Is love. All right, we want to see you at the Haven this Saturday between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. for Lux Gypsum's community consent workshop. And if you donate at least $20, you'll get $15 off a massage from Jordan's son, or you can take her belly dancing class or her yoga class on Wednesdays if you show up and you drop 20 So it's a really good deal. You're basically getting into uh, the consent community workshop for 15 and then you're also getting to dance or do yoga or get some massage, get some body work done. So that's really cool. Um, Every Monday evening right here, 7 p.m. to about 11 p.m. here, 819 Southeast Taylor Street. Look up at Sanctum Open Mic. That's P-S-A-N-C-T-U-M Open Mic, hosted by the psychedelic historian Tom Hassis. And then... On November 25th, just clear your calendar because I got something really cool and cooking up. So, uh, Friday, November 25th, more to come soon. It's gonna, it's, I'm excited about it though. So, in any event, we out, we out, we out, we out, we out, Shoji, Shoji, Shoji. Shoji is now an alter ego, so so thank you for that. Nothing happens by coincidence. Yeah, uh, Joshi is the ninja, um, who is the one that jumps from from Ruby. But what's JB got for me? But JB says, as long as it's in your faith, you can bring it to grace. You can put a smile on your face. You don't even need a reason. You can do it just for the taste of the moment, or you can own it. You can realize that there's no one against you. You're only ever your own opponent. Or you can get in the ring and sing. You can sting like a butterfly. Or you can fly with the wheeze of a bees of a wing. <laughs> the bees of a wing. And we're here. And we do it. We do it till we're done. Sing until we're absurd in this portal. Alright, that's been the portal, y'all. Shady Minds Radio. We're out. And what we're aware of is love. And what we're aware of 
is love. Where of is love. Is love. Is love. Is love. Is love. Is love. All right, we want to see you at the Haven this Saturday between 3 p.m. and 6 p.m. for Lux Gypsum's um, community consent workshop. And um, if you donate at least $20, you'll get $15 off a massage from Jordan's son, or you can take her belly dancing class or her yoga class on Wednesdays if you show up and you drop 20 So it's a really good deal. You're basically getting into uh, the consent community workshop for 15 and then you're also getting to dance or do yoga or get some massage, get some body work done. So that's really cool. Radio, radio, the portal. Welcome to the portal, 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 portal. Welcome to the portal.